guys, you're back with the Spice Cast. I'm Ben Jove, your host for this evening. We've got Dan Bullard doing sound, and thanks to our uh, lovely friends, Zach, and other other people have been helping us out over the years. And I guess it's been a, more than a year, right, Dan? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. A little bit more. But we got we got the guys from Local Orbit, a uh, longtime Huntsville actor. Is that right? That it's is like, very true, yes, been sir. around for a bit. Do you guys yes, want to introduce yourselves and maybe tell tell you who you are in the band? And Sure. Uh, I'll start. My name is Anthony, and I play guitar and sing, and I guess I'm the founding member of the band, and I've had the unit running for 16 years, and... Uh... Uh, I'm Wes. I'm the bass player. I've been with it for 10 years. I'm Scott. I'm the lead guitar player, and I've been with the band for five years, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I've enjoyed every minute of it. Yes. That was... How long have I been in the band? <laughs> Three and a half years. Uh, I'm Guza, the drummer. Three and a half years. <laughs> the it's best like, three and a half years. Yeah, the like, best three and a half years indeed. I'm two weeks sober and I'm gonna. I like y'all should get like uh, I guess some rank system or something going on for like years of veteran. I don't know. I don't know. That's a, that's a long time though. Sixteen that's years. That's like that's a good chunk of your life. Is has it gone through like many life changes? Has the it, band just it, changed along with you? It Anthony, has. Like going it on? actually has a lot. Um, we started, uh, me and Tony White, a buddy of mine from college, started the band. We picked up a guy named Josh Cato, and for the longest time, we would play shows without a bass player. Mm-hmm. Then we had a bass player for a little while. He didn't work out, and then we met Wesley. And, uh, West went, fought him to the death. And, yeah. Well, no, uh, Wes, no, we met Wes in a parking lot, actually. So. Yeah, gas station Perfect. parking lot. Yeah, gas station parking lot. I remember this dude. He was, you know, I'm not going to tell that story. <laughs> he wasn't just standing there with a bass and right, an ambulance. Like, right. No, no, he actually, he, um, there was this old website in Huntsville back in the day called the toe.cc for you the old toe. schoolers out there. Yeah, yeah, the toe.cc. It, it was an old bo- messaging board for musicians and stuff. And uh, he answered an ad that we had posted. And when he called me, I thought he said his name was Watts. So for the first long time, I just kept calling him Watts. But his name was Wes. <laughs> That's so. a pretty badass name, though. Yeah, I, I thought like it was, it. too. He hated it. He and hated the ad, it. Yeah, well, the ad said you were looking for an electric drum or a guitar, a bass player. So that made sense yeah, that man. you thought I was named Watts. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I yeah remember, exactly. Remember we'll just call Wes Bass now. Let's just give him an t- obvious name. And then <laughs> Watts right. is pretty cool, though. I yeah, like that's that. that's not bad. <laughs> and as far as nicknames go. You should just put that on the album. You can put your... Your nickname in parentheses, you know, <laughs> just choose whatever you want. I guess you don't have to choose that one since you got here. But you, you've guys already got an album out, is that yeah, correct? Yeah, we have an album we released with SMC Productions called the SMC Sessions. It was plainly named because it was just kind of what we were playing in our set at the time. And it's a it's a baker's dozen of songs. It has a hidden track. I'm a big believer on putting hidden tracks on oh, yes. records. Um, and... Uh, that's it. <laughs> that, that's about. That's all I got to say about yeah, that. That's always good when you leave when you leave the CD running and you just like run into that. Yeah. It's like, is my car messing up or is there some kind of like exactly. whistling or something going on? Very cool. So how long ago was that one released on the uh, time? We, October of 2013, and it took us two and a half years to make it. And this next record, let it bake nice and slow. And yeah, get perfect. yeah, <laughs> perfect is. Is, is a good word for it. Um, <laughs> it <laughs> Not was, to brag or anything, it was, but it's no, the no, perfect no, no, it's actually, album. It, it's, it, it, was, it, was, it, it got us it got us ready to make this next record, and that's the most important lesson we learned from it was how to be a band in a studio. Up till that point, Wes and I had just done some demos with this mm-hmm. place up in Nashville uh, before the other guys joined, and uh, it just didn't really cohese because we didn't really know how to be in a studio and be a band in a studio. And this record, we really learned how to be a band in a studio. So we're yeah. excited about the next one. It's going to be really neat. Yeah, that's a whole different like um, set of skills skills and stuff and problems that you run into that you just don't run into live you know it's like oh that take was bad like no one noticed (laughs) yeah man totally and the biggest thing was was we took time with it and we stretched out Mm -hmm. and songs evolved 
as yeah. we were making them. And so we stopped, we started playing them live differently during the recording process of the first record. And I think it'll happen with this record too. We're mm-hmm. already making changes, even in here doing the little session tonight with y'all, we've already started making vocal changes for different things. We're going to start bringing in, in the future on things like I want to be an astronaut and stuff. So yeah, I mean, that's the cool thing about being in a studio to me though. So. Yeah. You get a whole new take and yeah. hearing yourself is something wild. Like a lot of people cannot stand their voice recorded or anything, but I think it's, it's, so much a part of like being it's kind of like you get to be your audience as yes. well as the artist which is yes. really cool and nifty but yeah and a lot of these tracks uh haven't been recorded before i guess in a studio no, this this new album will be if if i have my way which is this is ran as a democracy so i'm only one vote um but if <laughs> i have it my way it's going to be 20 songs uh-huh. and it is going to be and a hidden track of course um but it'll be 20 songs 20 plus yeah 20 it, plus indeed but so. it's also a record you know a an album in the true original sense of an album in in which case every song you know plays into an overall meaning yes. of, of what mm-hmm. we're trying to do there's yes. a story behind everything yes. these the, work very hard this is a concept um, record i've mm-hmm. i've been writing since before west got in the band mm-hmm. um we actually tried to do it in 2004 with a different set of songs, um, but that didn't really ever take off um, because it was going to be so expensive. Um, but now we're in a different place and we can do that differently now. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. 20 tracks is is, is a marathon yeah. in any like studio yeah. session or anything Yeah, like it was going to be, originally it was going to be musical interludes mm-hmm. and about 14 tracks. Um, but, but this time it's just 20 big old tracks. <laughs> well, that's cool that you guys are like stepping up to that because there's such a like singles and like I guess hit culture going on now people are just like oh we're gonna perfect we're gonna whittle this one song and it's gonna be our song and then we're gonna have mm-hmm. two more of them you know yeah, man, and great. they might spend years doing that but like getting a I don't know I'm, I miss that like you just don't you don't go to the store and get the whole get the whole like CD the whole exactly. package like the whole journey in a yeah. box kind of thing yeah so that's very cool that you guys are doing that so uh, tell me a little bit about like the name Local Orbit. Did that just... Well, the name Local Orbit actually happened um, in Madison um, in September of mm-hmm. uh, late 1999. Uh, me and Tony joined up and started trading demos. And um, we finally decided it was going to be a thing. And it was like, well, what do we call it? And we were riding up and down the interstate. We back to my old apartment. And I looked at him and I said, well, it needs to be called Local Orbit because we are a local rock band in the Rocket City. Yeah. (laughs) And so it just kind of stuck. It's not the best name in the world, but it's a name. <laughs> well, yeah, and it stuck around for like 16 uh, years. So yeah, well, no, cool. Wes, Wes wanted to change the band name when he first, can I say it? To Watts? To, no, to Vitriolic. <laughs> vitriolic. Vitriolic, yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice. So, um, they, <laughs> we, we were... Starry Decisis was Yeah, another, yeah, another uh, Craig Wedron from Shudder to Think. Uh-huh. Um, I got to go see him live in Birmingham, and uh, we were talking before the show because, like, he's a brilliant musician, right? And, like, nobody showed up to the show but, like, me oh, and bad. my bandmates. And so we're sitting there talking we had a great time talking to him. He's like, I want to rename your band Starry Decisis. And so we, we joked with that for a few minutes. So Name we did what? Starry, Starry Decisis, Decisis, which is a legal term. And I forget what that means now, y'all. <laughs> yes, I have no idea. Adhere to, adhere to a previous ruling yeah. is exactly what Starry yeah. Decisis means. We should totally yeah. change it. Yeah. We could call the record. So people have to look back. it up when they yeah. hear about your band. Me and like, Watts. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can vote. I mean, you know. It could um, happen right I, here, I could, right now. It's like the past 16 years are wiped out by this like crazy decisive i compare being named local orbit to being like named norbert 
That's just a name, man. It's just a Matt. name. No one knows you by it. Not cuss. Not cuss. It's totally fine. Okay, sorry. We're gonna. We're gonna. <laughs> we, we, we do like keep it sort of clean, but we yeah. let you guys make your own bleep noise. Okay. So it's well, gonna be a its own adventure. Um, okay. Math, yeah. Well, math, yeah. <laughs> math, math. All right. Well, let's hear it. I want to be an astronaut. It'll be the first track, and let's uh, just give it a listen. This will be local orbit with I want to be an astronaut. This song it comes with a sickness, so a sickness is foretold. What's about to happen hasn't happened before. And it starts with a fever, and it quickens to your blood. What's about to happen when it's not what you know? And we move over our
right, that was Local Orbit with I Want to Be an Astronaut. Uh, I wondered if this one, is this an old song? Is this a new song? No, it's a song I wrote last August. Um, Where you just saw Buzz Aldrin like deck that one guy and you're like, that's, <laughs> that's it. No, do you really want to know what that's about? Yeah, All sure. Right, so yeah, the, so un- under the concept of the concept record, right? So you have you have every song that means something individually mm-hmm. and then I want it to come together and symbolize the story that we're weaving and try to tell. Right. Um, I Want to Be an Astronaut is told from the hero's perspective and the hero is a flawed hero um, and he wants to be more and he wants to be an astronaut. Um, but that, that's kind of more figuratively than it is literally. Um, he does want to fly away from the human race, but he does he doesn't necessarily want to be an astronaut, like go to astronaut school and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, the song itself, um, it was written when Ebola was first coming up in oh, Africa yeah. with, during this latest outbreak of Ebola. I'm Ebola, obsessed with hemorrhagic Ebola. fevers and stuff like Don't that. I think stuff like that is super duper super duper interesting just to yeah, listen yeah. to and, and, and to hear about and so uh and so that's why the first words are this song comes with the sickness and, and so a sickness is foretold because the, the 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 ebola thing was getting crazy and people were buying like hazmat suits for oh, their right. houses and stuff in case the ebola break more got duct bad tape and stuff just here. in case yeah exactly exactly so so <laughs> i kind of started playing everything. you know i started playing with the ver- the verses like that and then mm-hmm. When it came time to kind of bend it into the story, um, it, it kind of tells the story of what the villain is doing. Like the, mm-hmm. one of the villain's moves in the story is that he releases a hemorrhagic fever, um, and the reason why he wants to be an astronaut to fly away from the human race is because the hero really can't believe that that's happened. Um, that, right. that, that someone would want to do that kind of that kind of evil in the world. Um, and the song just pretty much rocks. And the song is a rocky song, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. The song is a rocky song. It's fun to play, and it's something people really caught on to really quick in the crowds. People will always say, I want to be an astronaut with us, and that's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's cool. Um, one time we were playing it, and uh, it come, like the song has a break where it says, I want to be an astronaut, and then somebody in the crowd goes, I do too! So I thought that was really fun. So, yeah. yeah. Thanks, nice. Afro Monkey. Thank you for doing that for us. That it's, was very it's fun. It's possible there could be actual astronauts in the crowd, right? Yeah, I mean, man. I mean, in Rocket City, I mean, of right? all places. Yeah. Yeah, so. Bragging points about Huntsville is I tell people I used to live with a rocket scientist. Like literally, <laughs> she had an aerospace engineering degree. And uh, my just take a selfie with the Saturn V. Exactly. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, whatever one, people do. <laughs> one of the things I love about Huntsville is I think if I needed to pull a group of people together to build a giant Voltron-like robot, I could do it in Huntsville. Oh it's yeah. yeah. I think I'm structure. in the right place. So. Huntsville's <laughs> an, it's an amazing place because yeah, like you got the the backwoods like creek runs through here. There's some people settled down here, and then we like. Uh, shot in some German scientists, some Nazis right. to you know like build some stuff. Yeah, man. <laughs> and it's it's so it's so like mixed up and crazy. That's what I, that's what I love about Reform Huntsville. Nazis, obviously. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> we don't endorse Nazis. We gave at a local new Florida, fresh, by the way. fresh, uh, fresh, or Huntsville, or Huntsville. Wait, we endorse Huntsville. We don't endorse no, we Huntsville. Don't endorse Nazi, but, Nazis. I, but I can only in speak Huntsville. for local orbit. Huntsvillean right? Nazis. <laughs> I mean, unless Guza likes Nazis, I speak he's being real quiet. All the time. Guza, do you like I Nazis? I saw him plotting over there. Comment. No! <laughs> I can like either Nazis? conform or... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is wrecking Guza's okay, political look. career. Like, this yeah. is going to be the sound bite. This took a left turn. All right, we're trying on great... This is where I love to... Br- I always bring the uh, the conversation back to Nazis to make sure it's all PC and good. Right, yeah. of course. Of course. We're, we're going to be six high <laughs> ratings on this yeah, episode, We're always six degrees from Hitler. Right. <laughs> six degrees. That's awesome. Yeah, we try and mention uh, Shia LaBeouf and Hitler and all those things, so we get like lots of hits on YouTube or yeah, something. Yeah, totally. That's, that's our... Hashtag it all, man. Shia LaBeouf. Shia. Oh, man. 
I'm not even gonna, gonna make it. Oh, oh, let me go ahead. No. I saw, I saw a good, a good, because you know how they have Shias and the Sunnis. I saw exactly. like a good infogram, and it just had uh, Shia LaBeouf with all the different types of turbans. Because a lot of them have. I just thought it was very, very cute. It was good. Right on. It was good. But anyways, back to <laughs> that was I. I want to be an astronaut. Next one is uh, Mouse. You wanna, you wanna talk about that one? A little bit? Uh, Mouse. Um, Mouse is a song Scott brought to the table, um, and I finished out some of the lyrics for it. Uh, Scott, tell us what I will tell them what I've kind of bent it into the story to make it, but like, what was Mouse about for you, man? Um, Mouse was well, I kind of had my daughter in mind when I was writing it. Right on, mm-hmm. uh, Vivian Marie, love of my life, uh, well, my wife Catherine, which she'll kill me if I don't say that, but um, <laughs> it's don't worry, Catherine, it's all for you. <laughs> uh, Mouse was, you know, I just. You know, it was, it was, I'm not sure, Anthony, why you put me on the spot like that? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, it was. It's about a mouse. Uh, pass. Okay. Well, I can tell you, <laughs> I can tell you how I've been into the story. So mouse, mouse for me is actually the only piece on the record that like, like I've sat down with and said, okay, I'm bending this into the story of the record from the inception of my portion of the writing to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mouse is the ally. He is the plant for the hero that sneaks into the villain's place. That's why he snuck into the house or he moved in the house last week, meaning he's moved into the bad, you know, and he's, he's implanted basically. And, uh, he offers advice and guidance, and mm-hmm. that's why the chorus is, st- is stated kind of the way it is. So is this um, like a sci-fi or futuristic environment? Yeah, man, I love comic books. It's going to have superpowers in it and all that crazy bullshit. Matt! But no, sorry. But it's generally like a futuristic thing. Uh, no, I think it actually, it, happens, it actually happens in Huntsville. Very and, cool. <laughs> and it, um, it it happens pretty currently. Like, I think it would it would be one of those things like you would always see it set in present time. It would never be set in the future or anything like that. I don't think. Do y'all think? <laughs> it's a democracy, you so you guys, head, you guys can no, vote on it. <laughs> Watts, what are you doing? I, don't think I try not to do anything as much as humanly possible. Yeah. Try not to power up Watts. Come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mouse is one of my favorite local orbit songs. It's a lot so, of fun to sing and a lot of so, fun to play. Okay. Now, yeah. Kevin, my thoughts a little bit. So originally, <laughs> Mouse was, you know, it's kind of a political statement for me. You know, mm-hmm. it was, you know, some, some somebody sneaking in to the establishment kind to of the establishment and you know trying to upset it you know um and um i'll, I'll let the uh the listener kind of you know, <laughs> determine what they will from it but um so do these um, songs like usually come from the lyric side or is it just like you have a, a hooker jam that you sounds really good or what how do they usually 90 percent of the time the music comes first mm-hmm. and then the idea like the music itself inspires something in us and then we write about whatever it is that we've that that feels do you ever like disagree on like oh this this sounds like this to me or, oh, or does we it fight usually like cats and dogs sometimes <laughs> <laughs> but, but we fight very constructively but i mean a lot of times like the the, the music lends itself to to an idea. I mean, mm-hmm. whenever I write something, I have I have kind of an idea that goes along with it. Yeah, man. You know, and then you you shape the lyrics to fit that idea. Yeah, man. Like uh, I write a lot. Um, I've always wrote a lot. I've been lucky in that respect. Um, and I write all different kinds of ways. I have lots of different exercises I use. I always try to get the guys to join in on the exercise, and they just roll their eyes. So I just go back to my house. Because he writes and, with both hands. I mean, right, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Upside um, down, like, yeah. over so, a brook. You know, like, like I wrote all different kinds of songs, all different kinds of ways. Mm-hmm. I have, 
I'm, I'm just always been that way. And I like doing things that way um, because it keeps things fresh and interesting for me, being someone who's been in one band for a really long time. <laughs> Very cool. Let's hear it. This will be Local Orbit with Mouse. mouse with local orbit so uh yeah it's kind of like a i guess it's about a song about sneaking into the way things are and i i could just imagine a video of like a mouse eye view <laughs> going on along with this just like when you guys were playing this i was like that would be awesome it's just sorry. like i don't know i guess you'd have to get a tiny camera or something there's got to be science there. To a mouse. <laughs> staple it to his head it's fine they don't <laughs> we put it on a roomba a mouse bro. <laughs> there roomba we go. Mouse bro. I'm sure it's the internet. You could probably like look up Roomba Cam. There's probably like <laughs> five live Roombas right now. Little GoPro Roomba only. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> oh, the internet's so useful. I know it it's, is. it's going everywhere. <laughs> it's useful for porn and cats. <laughs> Not porn with cats though. That's weird. So you guys like yeah, write all your songs them. together, or uh, are, are some of them totally? One person comes in and is like, "This is how it's gonna sound," and it ends up that way, or both. 
A little bit, a little bit of all of the above. Yeah, not usually. I mean, somebody comes in with an idea and some lyrics, and um, we kick it around, and it mm-hmm. usually morphs into. Well, have a, have, have these songs like changed a lot since you've since you've been playing some of them? I guess for a very long time. Like Starduster, I wrote in 1995. Wow. Yeah, so we played that one later, and I wrote it in 19. 19- I went through this phase because alternative music was really big back then. Mm. I was like, you don't got to have a lot of chords to play a song, and so I wrote that song, and it just always stuck with me. It's very minimalistic on mm-hmm. my end, sp- sp- specifically, even vocally, it's very min- minimalistic with the words and stuff. And and I was also trying to write with really abstract concepts during that yeah. point. So the song. Oh, anyways, we'll go to that song later. So. Yeah, I mean, you feel like your songs change a lot when you get like people like Wes Arguza. Um, coming in and, and absolutely dude whatever yeah. I turn into the boys it turns out differently but they make it better like that's the cool uh-huh. thing about it like I will turn in a kind of mediocre song and then they'll be like yes we made it this and it's like awesome yeah so. we, we've all come to the table with with concepts or songs that we've had in our ideas and they've come and they've been torn apart and re-put back together mm-hmm. by the band and it has been a great experience mm-hmm. every time boss fight was that way uh dragon con, dragon con was dragon that way con was that way that was um, one of the first songs that we had lyrics for and we, i went i need music for this but, yeah. which is reverse for us but uh yeah, man. but usually yeah, that's yeah. cool you can you can get a different take like a totally different angle on stuff when you like see it for the first time i guess yeah. but none of us have ever come and gone this is what we want and you can't change it because that's just not <laughs> how we work We've There's always like, been open to allowing each other to express ourselves however we want to, and it's one of the, my favorite things about this band, because mm-hmm. we can each be ourselves as our own musicians and come together and make something instead of being a studio musician or just your puppet or whatever. Yeah, I totally we can express that. ourselves, and it's great. Well, let's hear another one. This will be uh, Local Orbit with Out of Town Enemies. <laughs> Sound the same, there's no mystery 
enemies local orbit so uh i guess this one is it fits into the album whereas is this like a, a center song do you know if this is gonna be a it seems like a uh, what do you call it conflict song it I guess. is a conflict song <laughs> very good you've caught on to it very well so out of town enemies is a song about the villain's henchmen and mm-hmm. throughout the song is a bunch of clues to paint the story about the henchmen it, it's spoken from the hero's point of view and it also kind of shows how the hero is a little flawed because the hero really enjoys destroying the enemy and he enjoys <laughs> it a little too much and that's why the chorus is you them up. yes he will math them up but the chorus is like you'll beg and you'll pray but in the end i'll get my way because he knows he's gonna to win and mm-hmm. he's going to enjoy it um and and so that's kind of what it's about henchmen it's just about you know the villains henchmen oh cool so, so there's like kind of a, a jammy breakdown kind of in the center mm-hmm. of the song is that just like did you just do that for fun like playing solos live or did you plan that or how that how okay. that bit come to be right, i'm just so curious the first half of the song before the breakdown that you're mm-hmm. talking about happened i wrote in 1996 or 7 i was in high school and uh then you're i had tabled old, dude Huh? Oh, dude, I'm old. I'm old. I love it. I, I own <laughs> Old that oldness, math. though, y'all. I own that oldness. I'm not ashamed of that. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, like, I tabled the music to it for years and years and years. And then last year, last October, actually, around this time of year last year, um, it's probably, yeah, around this time of year last year, um, I had I had just kind of sat down with the music again and brought it to the boys. And I had finally wrote words to it. Uh, I hadn't had words so to it for years and years. So you've been playing this song the whole time? And no, I had, never, I had never played. Like, I had played it with Wes, but I had never, mm-hmm. like, we had just jammed it in the room. We had never played it as a band. And so it kind of came together. And when we did the part that I had for it, I was like, it needs a techno beat. And so <laughs> <laughs> this is Goose's attempt at a techno-y kind of disco-y turn and a breakdown. Cool. And, it, and then Scott's solo just kind of came out of hearing all of that, I think. And this, the last end of the song just kind of built itself while we were writing, like piecing it together. But the first half of the song is very old for me, too. 
Oh, cool. So it kind of it kind of strikes me as like a reactionary song to like events or whatever. But it, did that one get created really quickly? Like you just had inspired for yeah, it? Yeah, man. I and... wrote that in about twenty minutes. He was seriously mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I really did. I wrote that in about twenty minutes. I just sat down with the guitar and just started singing the words and just kind of flew. That's was that's what's cool about it. I, so it's like your stairway to heaven, sort of. I guess. I mean, a bitter, oh. a bitter, bitter stairway to heaven. But, yeah. <laughs> I do bitter well. What can I say? Bitterly sarcastic? That's yeah, not man. vitriolic at all. No, not at all. <laughs> it's just Still trying to change the name of the band. Yeah, like, yeah, want yeah. to take a vote. Totally. Want to take a vote. I want them to learn big words or use the little words right. Take you know, it <laughs> That's what I talk to a lot of uh, musicians, and they just they have certain songs that they get inspired or they have an event or something, and then it's like the song is there, and if they don't get it out, it's just like it's mm-hmm. gone. And I, I love those songs because it's just like this is passion distilled into a delicious <laughs> juice or something. <laughs> Maybe I went too far with the metaphor. It's a passion but, nugget. You know, a passion nugget, nugget even better. Mm, passion nugget. Mm, that sounds like a uh, fashion nugget. Okay, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> well, very cool. But uh, I wanted to ask you like uh, about your, your first gig because there's usually an interesting story about your first first gig. Is there a, is there a good one for local orbit? Uh, like playing in front of people was it was that a uh, you know, was that new for you like back back in the day? My first show was in 2000 at Cheers, which is demolished and is mm-hmm. an abandoned church's restaurant on the corner of a near the corner of Parkway and University, a little north of it on the right. There's an old abandoned church's chicken. There used to be a bar that would host bands, and. Uh, it was a nightmare. That show was just a wreck. And I have it all on it's all on CD. I have my very first show ever on CD. These boys weren't with me back then. My first show with Wes was an AIDS Action Coalition benefit mm-hmm. we put together called Red Ribbon Rock. I used to do a lot of volunteer work with the AIDS Action Coalition. Cool. And one of the things that we did was create a concert. And that was Wes's first gig with us. Scott's first gig with us was uh, a, a costume kind of cosplay. Before cosplay really took off around here, mm-hmm. um, we threw on this thing called the Superpower Social where we asked everybody to come dressed as heroes and villains. And we encouraged people to make their own heroes and villains up. And, uh, Which we, the whole was, band did. Yeah, the whole band did that. Yeah, and Scott's first show with that. So do you, um, do you guys, honest. I was about to say, like, can you all tell us your hero and villain name? Sure, and, like, I was. Explain right, your so, motivation. So, so not to lose listeners. But I'm a homosexual, and mm-hmm. uh, I was the Homo I'm Avengers, a, and I had an H Avenger. and an A. Yeah, I was, and it said ha because it's big f- mad and joke, right? And so I wore I wore spandex and stuff, and and made my own cape and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Wes was the alpha male because that's kind of his personality. The alpha male. I was the yeah, alpha man. male. Yes. And then Scott was Professor alpha Chaos, and, and Professor you, Chaos, and Guza wasn't with us then. <laughs> no, um, but our drummer. But we our can drummer. give him one right now yeah. if you want to run. Oh, he's Goose. Like, yeah. he is the Goose. The yeah. Goose. The Goose. That's like the guy you let out of the cage, yeah. and then he just tears <laughs> thing ever. It's like the Hulk or something. Like, we yeah. unleash Goose on him. He's like Hulk with a sniper, because he hardly says a word. So. Oh, a, <laughs> sneaky, a sneaky Hulk? Yeah, That's a even scarier. Not a sniper. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of my brain. Um, <laughs> but our drummer at the time came as a night jogger because he was a triathlete. Mm-hmm. Um, the night jogger. Yeah, and he yeah. came. That in sounds like a name for a serial killer or something. Yeah. Like, well, oh, don't get get story by the about some night, dude that used to run jogger. in his neighborhood at night. Mm-hmm. Like it was pale. Or yeah, he was, like, he was inspired jogger. by the night jogger in his yeah. neighborhood. That's the scariest yeah, like man. name for anybody I've ever heard. Like. I want to lock my doors at night because the night joggers out there is like no reflectors, just jogging at night, mm. looking for victims. Or I guess he was a <laughs> hero though. Song right? Twenty One, the night jogger. I'm not sure. I even know what that is. <laughs> oh. 
Boss is there, buddy. Maybe you're the old one in the room. That's an older reference. And then my our first show with Guza was just a regular show, but we had known Guza for years. He used to play mm-hmm. in a band called Evil Fish, and we would gig a lot with Evil Fish back him. in the day. And we and they kind of dissolved. We kind of said, "Hey, come see us." Yeah. So got a place for you. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of. One of our favorite moments at practice with him, we got to his house and we started practicing and there was a song. The Machine. The Machine that we've been working on this Mm -hmm. one part and we've been trying to get every other drummer that we've been picked up at the time to play this one part a certain way. We get to practicing with him the first first tryout and we get to that part of the song and he plays exactly what we've been waiting for the whole time. Like everything we've been trying to get everybody else to do. And we went, how did you know what we wanted? He was like, that's what goes there. I'm like, yep, he's the one. Drum version of the guitar. (laughs) He's a telepathic drum artist. So we packed everything up and took him with us. Gotta have your backup. That's cool. That's cool. So we got uh, Starduster is the last track and that's, uh, do you want to tell, say anything more before we go about that one, that'll be closing us out. Well, Starduster um, is the moment of um, intervention where um, the hero actually has an experience, and I'm not saying it's religious. I'm saying it's it's more Epiphany alien. Kind of. It's more like an like an alien, like the astronaut that he wants to be, and mm-hmm. I want to be an astronaut. This is where they have a moment out of body and kind of. It's the moment where the where the story turns and the hero wins against the villain, and it's 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 about. Uh, and I don't want to say divine intervention. I want to say. Um, what's a Makina? I don't know what that Day is. Like Makina, yeah. <laughs> Guza's got it. Yeah, Guza has it. Um, but anyways, that's kind of what it's about. Um, this each song is kind of a symbol in the storyline, and then and separately their their own things. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Remember, I was a child when I wrote this song, and so I was trying I was to blend a concepts. <laughs> and I, I know, baby. right? I know. Well, no, it does plan to be. It does plan to be a little gay because, like, you know, as in, in high school, like in the '90s and stuff, like mm-hmm. it's like maybe I won't be alone the next time I come, and that's kind of where that line came from and all of that. But then I also wanted to use the word "come" as in ejaculation, but also as in mm-hmm. arriving. Right. Um, oh, this is I know, up. right? Mathing you up. I'm sorry, <laughs> y'all. I don't know what to say, I'm but anyways, I know, right? <laughs> so anyways, that song is kind of about that. It's kind of about alien abduction and masturbation. It's a standalone <laughs> and project. And a nice little bow. Right, right, in a, right, in a, in a, in a vague little <laughs> because bow. Because if you get abducted by aliens, you're right. going to bathing right. masturbate. Right, but then they're I wanted want to use samples. it. They're going to want samples. I know, right? <laughs> they ha- they're going to take Everyone them where they want them aliens. or not. <laughs> If I learned anything from the History Channel, aliens are pervs. I know, and they're right? gonna mess with you. <laughs> There's some horny boys. <laughs> if they're 4 even boys. on the History Channel, will tell you. <laughs> exactly. Well, thanks so much, Local Orbit, well, for thank coming Thank y'all very much. We're we excited. It. Thank you for this opportunity. It's been a lot of fun, y'all. Yeah, very much. And uh, so you're gonna hear this, all this, these 20 songs on the upcoming album to be released somewhere in the future. Yeah, man. But y'all We're are actually... gonna start getting started on that and releasing yeah. some like behind-the-scenes stuff on SoundCloud or something like that? I see us slowing down shows and concentrating mm-hmm. on a record in our very near future. Very cool. Whenever we talk about where we, we, where we have rehearsals, we record things and post them. Yeah, yeah no, no, we have a SoundCloud page if y'all ever want to mm-hmm. check it out, and we post all of our works in progress. There's a ton of missed notes. Math ton of missed notes. Um... And, uh, and, and, and everything in it, but we're, we're just one of those kind of bands. Like we're, we don't, I mean, we just show our works in progress and we share them with each other and stuff. And I just share them with everybody. And then they can like put their two cents into. Yeah, man. People don't really comment. People will send us little hearts on SoundCloud. We get songs with, they (laughs) heart it. We welcome comments. We welcome comments. Um, Yeah. They'll take um, your hearts, they but they'd us. rather have yeah, comments. We don't care. It's right. fine. <laughs> We'd rather have your shares and your hearts. 
Very cool. Yeah, they, they each have a, like, is it a thumbs? Is it a heart? Is it a right. goat? Whatever. And this, Whatever. Just they give each us have it. their own thing. <laughs> and it's soundcloud.com slash local orbit. Yeah, and you guys have Bandcamp. You've got Facebook. Yeah. You've got your first CD on iTunes yeah. and all that stuff. So and, and Google Play. Google them. Google yeah. them. They're on the Google Play local orbit. Check them out. Very cool. Thanks again for coming in. This will be uh, Local Orbit with Starduster. Radio from Huntsville, Alabama. You guys know what you want and you don't have to do too much to get it. Get with us at spice-radio.com. If you have a podcast, you make music or art, or you have an event that you want to promote in the Tennessee Valley, you can find us at www.facebook.com/spiceradiohuntsville or on Twitter at spiceradiohsv. 
And again, our website, spice-radio.com.